contention no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle open your Bibles with me to the book of Luke chapter number 5 I feel God's presence so strong in his house. I'm reading from the verse number 1 to the verse number 11. Luke chapter number 5. Father, take over, oh God, even as your presence is already in this house. Thank you, Jesus. From verse 1, he says that so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God. That he stood by the lake Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and washing their nets. And he got into one of the boats, which was Simeon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. And their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. So also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee who were partners with Simon and said to Simon, do not be afraid from now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Talking about Jesus. Amen. This morning I'm sharing with you the message I have titled Lunch Out Into The Deep. Lunch Out Into The Deep. Lunch Out Into The Deep. If you're a member of this church, I want you to get ready because the dynamics in the spirit have shifted. And until you learn to launch out into the deep, you cannot be able to know what you are looking for. You see, deep talks about depths. Depths. When you launch out, you are going into depth areas. Areas that are deeper than you can even talk of. Because blessings cannot be in shallow waters. Blessings are in deeper waters. The deeper your revelation, the better your blessing. <laughs> The deeper your knowledge level, the stronger you become stable in life. A shallow person cannot receive anything, but a deep person is the one that can comprehend. For Bible said, I said, I pray for you that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know the hope of your calling, the width, the breadth, the depths of the love of God. You need to know the width, you need to know the depth, you need to know the breadth of God's love for your life. Listen to me, you can be able to do business better when you have understanding of your business area. The deeper your understanding of your field of, 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 of expertise, the better you become a blessed person. Everybody can do what you do, but everybody cannot do what you can do more than you can do.
Am I talking to somebody here? That is why some players can be paid more and others will be paid less, but they are all playing the same team. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? Listen to me. It doesn't matter that you are playing the same team, but the team that you all have the same leg, you all play in the same team. But the critical thing is that it is not anything, but somebody is in the team who earns more than you do. Hello? Somebody's leg can be insured more than your leg. Hello? I mean, in the workplace, you are all there. You can all be managers. But there are managers and there are managers. <laughs> you, you can be a working colleague, but, but the person is more highly paid and respected than you are. Look, if you go today and said you are resigning, they will say thank you and they will release you. But there are some people, when they even put their resignation, they call and say, come, let's negotiate and let's change our price. Are you getting what I am talking about? You, you can all be be interviewed at an interview panel for the same job and you are going to all be employed to become line managers or whatever but in the deciding of the salary your own colleague of the same qualification will be any more than you do because he understands the depths of a bargaining power who am I preaching to in the house I am here to announce to somebody you better learn to lunch deep in your life, lunch deep in your business, lunch deep in your education lunch deep in whatever God has called you to because business is done in deeper waters and not in shallow waters Tell somebody, launch out into the deep. Tell the person, launch out into the deep. You have been too shallow for a long time. It's about time for you to move into areas where you can challenge yourself. Anybody that moves into the deep is somebody who is ready to challenge himself or herself. If you are not ready to challenge yourself, you, you will settle for anything. You will settle for anything. Listen to me. It is difficult to leave friends, but there comes a time that the separation now to be clear. Come on. Jesus said he will separate the wheat from the chaff. Go into deeper waters. It is very critical that we have a lot of people today in life who only talk about things on the surface, but they don't go into it because it is in the deep that you find solutions. The solution of your life the solution to your problems, the solution to your challenges, the solution to your business is not in the surface, it's in the deep. In fact, if you want to cure a soul, you don't cure the surface, you cure it inside, that is the deep. If you are filling out a trench, you don't just cover the face of the trench, you go into the deep and fill it. If you want better water to drink, the more you sink the bowl, the better water you have and the clearer it becomes. Tell somebody, lunch into the deep. Anytime you leave the shore, anytime you leave the place where it is crowded and move to the place where it is not crowded, you pay a price. But that pr- price you pay, there is a blessing for it. Do, do you know that bigger planes fly at a higher altitude? And smaller planes fly at a lower altitude. You, you can't use the plane you take from Accra to Kumasi and travel with it to Benin or go to London because it can't get there. The capacity of an engine cannot carry it. Hello? In the same way, you cannot carry some flights from Ghana straight to Australia or non-stop because the engine will cease in the air 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Because the capacity is not there to carry. But when you build a capacity for your life, you can carry any cargo. I challenge you today, launch out into the deep and carry a bigger capacity. Your capacity is small. Enlarge your territory. Enlarge your coast. Expand your horizon. Challenge yourself because there is more for your life. There is more for your life. Have you not settled for little things for far too long? There, there are some of you, there are some of you, forgive me, but what you are praying for as a blessing annoys God. I'm being honest with you. What you are even believing God and praying for, for God to do in your life is an insult to his integrity and his power. He said, open your mouth wide. It's biblical. He didn't say small, he said, open it what? And wide is wide. And I will do what? Feel it. Listen. Life is in sizes. For you to define where you are getting to, you need to lift up yourself. The level you are is determined by the battles you fight. The level you will go to will determine what you get there. If you don't want what you have now, you have to move on to the next level. Sometimes we think in life that my life cannot add up. You can add up to your life if you want to change where you are. Simeon, who is Peter, in this story, understands the dynamics of fishing. In fact, he knows the science of physiology. That is the study of fishing. And he can understand because once you have logic to everything, it becomes a science. It's a study. That's why we are biology, sociology. Amen. So, when, when he understands the hour, the time, the season, the period where fishes come and where fishes don't come. In fact, when he goes to sea, he can tell you and he can predict. If you have ever met a typical fisherman, he knows how the weather can determine the hour and the season of the fish. He knows that when the, it is night and still the sun is up and the waters are clear, fishes cannot come. He knows that when it is dark, they can gather together. He knows what net to catch what fish. Do you know that even when it comes to net, there are different types of net. There are net that catches small fishes. There are net that catches medium fishes. There are net that catches bigger fishes. There are net that catches very huge, humongous fishes. And all of them, the stature of the twine and the size, some net you see, they are very small and tiny because they are catching very little fishes. Others, the holes are big and others are too big because when a shark enters in, they need to get you. When any big fish enters, they have to get it. That is why if you want to meet canoes or trolleys, there are different sizes of trolleys. There are some trolleys or canoes who cannot go into deep seas. They only have to patrol around the shore because they are looking for smaller fishes. And do you know that the investment or the blessing of smaller fishes cannot be compared to the economic blessings of bigger fishes? If nations are talking about fisheries uh, when we are talking about small fishes like the Simons and like the like the uh, 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 what do you call it them them like the Ammoni the, the small fishes and all the, they are talking about the whale the tuna they are talking about the doctor fish they are talking about bigger fishes and when they are talking about export you are talking about smaller fishes they are talking about bigger fishes 
When they are wasting fuel on seas, they are waiting fuel on high seas for bigger things. Don't tell me you are a fisherman until you have gone into deep seas. Hello? So, Peter understood what fishery is by the life and the challenge that they found themselves. Listen, wherever you are and whatever you are receiving is determined by your level and your depth of information. If you want to move beyond where you are, you need to have higher depth of information to be able to understand. The world is moving very faster than you can even think of. You cannot depend upon the strength of yesterday to make the difference of today. You need to move on. Let's look at some lessons that we can derive from launching out into the deep. It says, so as it was the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Who did the multitude press about? It was Jesus that the multitude were pressing to do what? To hear the word of God. In other words, the word of God is a scarce commodity. The word of God is something that is precious. The word of God is a valuable thing. The word of God is very expensive that you don't need to just look at it, but you need to press to receive it. Pressing to receive something is forcing your way to get it. You cannot launch into the deep until you are able to press on to take hold of that which gives life, of that which gives strength, of that which gives power, of that which transforms your life. And that is the word of God. Bible said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void. And God said, let there be light and there was light. The word is what created all things. Without the word of God, there was nothing that was created that was created. The word is the light of the world. If you need light, you need the word. If you need all things to change in your life, you need the word. Without the word, the earth is without form and void. Darkness was ruling, but when the word came, there was light. In fact, the word that we hear is that which changes and renews our life. The word brings transformation. There is nobody who has risen up to become what he is if he has not heard the word. What word are you hearing? Ask somebody, what word are you hearing? The teachers that taught you and what they said is what you have shaped your thinking even as you are listening to me today. Certain attitude that you may have is not as a result that you were born with it, but you cultivated it by what you heard and what you saw. But in this sense, the multitude have a different mindset. You cannot launch out into the deep if you don't have a different mindset. Tell the person, check your mind. Check how you do things. The multitude remember that following Jesus is the best thing. And so they went to him and they were pressing to hear the word. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and it's a light unto my path. The word guides us and the word directs us. The word is a sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts into a dividing ascender of the spirit and of the soul. If I want to move on to the next level of my life, I have to know what is important for me to get there. 
information is the key that unlocks your future. Launch out into the deep. I don't like the business return. I don't like what I am getting. I don't like what is coming to me. Yet you are sitting in your ignorance. You are sitting in your pride. You are sitting in not knowing anything. Instead of you knowing that I need an education. I need some information to be able to move to the next level. Because at the negotiation table, it is not about sympathy. It is your ability to bargain. Come on, am I talking to me? Nations that do well are not doing well because they have been favored or they are at an advantage than anybody. Nations that do well know how best to bargain. When you are going to, to sign contracts, you have to know what you are signing. Oh, hello. I, I watch a documentary of one of Ghana's best players who was being looked at to have been like the word Pele. Best and finest. I will not mention names. Best and finest. But because he could not read and write, he rose up so good, very skillful, all over the world scene. But because of that, and when he was sharing it, he was crying. And he said, it's because of that I have invested into education now so that the junior ones that are coming will not suffer the way I suffered. He had potential, he had an ability, but he was not deep. And so someone was cheating him and taking and exploiting his life. He ended up in a painful way. If God had not intervened, we didn't have anything to show. How deep are you with what you do? There are some of us who have been at our work we have been dead since the day we were born. And everybody comes and meets us and passes us by. And all that we know, we become so vindictive, we become so angry, we become so bitter against everybody as if somebody is holding your destiny in his hand. Nobody is holding your destiny. You are the key to your destiny and to your own life. How deep are you? Amen. It says that when did it come? Recently, there is nothing like recently. In an athletic race, it is the one who has practiced and rehearsed who wins. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233-277-250420 or plus 233 233 3361 Email us ref at gmail.com. Visit our website, 
Nobody thought the U.S. lady who is the fastest in the world now because she was young. According to the commentator, she does not have the experience. I'm talking about Diana Phillips or whatever. She does not have the experience, but she's the fastest. And now she's been running with the most experienced and most sophisticated athletes from England and from Australia. And she was there. When they started, she never had a good start. And everybody thought she would be the failure and she cannot make it. But when they were about to praise the tape, I am here to announce to you, she overtook all those that they said they have experience, they have the skill, and they couldn't believe. It is not about their age, it's about what she has learned. I am here to challenge somebody. Challenge yourself and move on to the next level of your life. Cast your net into deeper waters. How deep are you? I salute you for your age. I salute you for your wisdom. But I want to know your depth. Some of you, who are your friends? Your friends are very shallow. You think the same way they think. You talk on the same level. They can't inspire you. They can't challenge you. That is where you are, where you are. But that's who will challenge you and will inspire you. The press about because they know business are done in deeper waters. Hello? Any man you see succeeding has paid some price. Ask somebody, Steve, are you ready to pay the price? Oh, come on, talk to me. Other person, are you ready to pay the price? Look, anything you do and you enjoy, there is a price for it. I never got up from bed out of nothing and pick a microphone and said, I'm preaching to you. I pay the price before I stood here to preach to you. I follow what I'm saying. You cannot be what you want to be if you cannot press on. To press on means to be squeezed out of something. You squeeze out of something. You, you, you create access by force. If you are pressing on it, means that there is no access, but you are pushing to make access for yourself. The world is looking for you, but the world will not come for you until you have created your own stage and then they will come for you. And some of us, we are okay. Mind my own business, go to sleep. Get up in the morning, go to work. I have a woman, I marry, I give birth. And that is all, thank God, I am there. And then you are going on. All your life, what you are thinking is that after I have what I am eating, I don't have a problem. And you forgot to know that your life affects another person's life. Your blessing is a key to another person's blessing. Your honor is a key to another person's honor. And if you sit there and mind your own business, like a partner will say in a Ghanaian palace, you know that you are defeating somebody's purpose and somebody's blessing. You just have to know that for a long time, you have been at one place for a long time. And if you don't challenge yourself, you forever remain there. The world is changing and there are dynamics of change and you need to change toward the dynamics so your life will become better. You have sat in that desk on that desk for a long time. You are always on the desk. You are cleaning the fast and sometimes you think you have arrived. You went up to a certain point. You have stopped. You have truncated your education. You have stopped reading. You have stopped learning. You have stopped doing things for yourself. All that you knew is that this is what I know. When others are bringing new things, you don't understand. Instead of you supporting, you will 
fight it. We have them in politics. We have them in government. We have them in the church. We have them outside the church. We have them in business. We have them in the hospitals. We have them on the streets. We have them in government and places of honor. They are there and they are preventing others because they are not developing themselves and they don't want anybody to be developed. And when others are being developed, they see them as a threat. I am here to announce to you, I don't want a congregation member who is rusty. I want a congregation member who is lubricated enough so that you can be free Ah, to move Every day, the word I preach to you, I want to see a change of the word in your life. Are you here with me? It is better to start at a certain level of your life. You can wear chalewati, wear anything at all, because we all start at a certain point. But it is not acceptable for you to live that life for a very long time. Your appearance is a factor for the determination of your lifting up. Listen to me. We, 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 we live as if your exercise is a factor for your health. Your diet is critical for your lifting up and your stability in life. It's not every death that is demonic. It's a lifestyle. Tell the person, launch out into the deep. Oh, do you like my message? Tell the person, launch out into the deep. Your attitude can rob you. These people have an attitude. The attitude is the attitude of excellence. They want their life to have an excellence. So they were pressing on to Jesus to hear the word. Because they know the word is the only thing that will transform them. All of us never started this way serving the Lord. But over time our life has changed. Because you can't come to the Lord for your life not to be changed. Give me a wave. So first you need to press on. You need to seek for knowledge. You need to break through knowledge. You need to look for knowledge, whatever knowledge is, to advance yourself. You need to look for it. You need to look for it. They press about him to hear the word that he stood by the lake of Ganarazan and he saw what? Two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Tell someone they are washing their nets. Say they are washing their nets. The, the, the interesting thing is that they had a boat, which is the vessel. The boat would have supposed to have been launched for them to get a return, but they are part because there is a problem on sea. And the vessel is symbolic of our life. It's symbolic of our business. It's symbolic of our relationship. It's symbolic of what we want to be because the vessel is a means by which we return or receive. But here, instead of using the vessel to receive the fish, they have packed the vessel and they were washing their net. The issue is that there is a problem on the sea. Maybe, should I suggest to you, maybe there is a problem in your life, but the problem should not deny you of the blessing that you need to have. Because the problem came that you can turn the problem into a blessing. But instead of them challenging themselves, they were washing their nets. Washing their net simply means that they have had a vessel, but they have settled for nothing. A lot of us are washing our nets. To wash your nets means to perform an activity without results. 
Hello? For people to see that, hey, do you know that nowadays some people have made themselves busy, yet they don't have anything to eat? Oh, come on. Because, because we think if we are busy, then it means that we are working. There, there is difference between activities and performance. Your performance is critical than your activities. As for activities, it's just to show, but your performance is what brings the results. Hello? Tell the person, launch out into the deep. In launching out into the deep, you need performance and not an activity. The guys were washing their net. In other words, if you come to them, you, you think they have gone to sea. Because if a fisherman is washing his net, it means that he has caught fishes and has moved the fish so the stench over the net needs to be washed so that they can preserve it for the next day. But a sea that you want and you did not catch anything, which net did you throw into the sea? Hello? So, even if you threw the net into the sea, what it suggests that you pull out the same net out of the sea. And if it's the water, the sea water, that actually you put it in. It has already washed the net. So you don't need to wash the, the net cannot be stinking. Hello? If, if I'm wearing white right now, if I didn't fall into a mud, hello, do I have the need to go and wash it? Better still, if I fell into a clear crystal water or a pool and I came out, what do I need to do? I only need to squeeze it and hang it at most, isn't it? But if you find me and this thing is clear, I came out, there is no death on me, and I am still washing to pretend that the thing is dirty, then there's something wrong. Fisherman will wash his net because he caught something. What have you caught that you are washing? There are a lot of people who are working with pretense. Ask somebody. For how long? As a person, for how long will you pretend? He puts out. He comes to you. He talks business, but he doesn't have anything. He tells the lady, I can do X, Y, Z, but he has nothing. Even in his house, every time he'll give you an excuse because he doesn't want to take you there. He tries to be something, but he's not. Why can't you be real with God? In launching out into our deep, we just need to be real. Tell somebody, be real. Tell the person, be real. I mean, be real with yourself and be real with God. In other words, be real with yourself. When you are failing, be real and say, listen, I am failing. Let me change my method. In launching out deep, you have to change your method. You have to change your approach. You have to change the way you do things because consistently, life has to change. Then I pet up the person, say, launch out into the deep. Be real. Tell the person, be real. Don't, don't, don't fake it. Don't, don't fake it because if you fake it, you, there, there are some of you, you cannot endure certain things, but you are, you are pretending you can handle it. You drive cars you cannot handle. You, you have girlfriends and boyfriends you cannot service. Because, because the demand of that lady is choking you. You, you, you finish it and then you be smiling. Oh, it's not a problem. <laughs> then, then when he leaves, he says, yay, God. 
You, you are complaining to your friends, but yet you are smiling with the lady. The truth is that you can't handle it. She's too expensive for you. Let her go. You go to restaurants you cannot afford just because you want someone to see that you are also with class. There are times God will move you to a class. If you are not yet there, don't force yourself into that place. You enter into some boutiques and not, and then you are not going to ask, would you reduce it? They are not reducing it. That is the price. If you can buy it, buy it. If you can buy it, walk out because you have your class. Go to your class and buy what is your class. Buy. After all, nobody writes it on your forehead. You are washing your net. You want everybody to see, oh, my father is a minister. We are going to have a party. Yet you are coming from a village that you, your mother is looking for you. You are hiding. But you are in a city boasting. Latch out into the deep. Stop these gimmicks and gymnastics of who you are not to pretend you are. It's about time you have to be real. Real. The second thing they were doing is that they were trying to impress people by their activity. So that if their fellow folk fishermen sees them, they will think that Charlie, which we have caught something. Because they are feeling shy to tell them that Charlie, today we went all night and caught nothing. But you see, the interesting thing is that you cannot hide from God. God knows what exactly is wrong with you. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here. Ah, when Jesus came, I believe he passed by many fishermen. He passed by many canoes that have been parked by the seashore. He saw many fishermen washing their net. He knew those who caught fish and that is why they were washing. He knew those whose nets were torn and they were mending because of the fish. And he saw Peter and Simon also and knew that they are just washing just to cover up. So he went to the abode and said, give me your boats. Can you trust God with your boats? The boat of your relationship. The relationship is not working but you are making everybody think it's working. The marriage is struggling. You are pretending the marriage is alright. Your pocket is dry. Yeah, you think everybody are, you are liquid. Your job is a struggle. You are pretending the job is okay. Your life is a challenge but you are not trying to be real with God. So when God wants to come into the situation, he's not able to come into the situation because you have made yourself more than what God sees you to be. But God said, can you give me your boat? I, I, I don't know whether I'm talking to some can, 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 can you give me your struggling boat? Can you give me your struggling boat? Your struggling life, your struggling job, your struggling marriage, your struggling business, your struggling things. Can you hand it over to me? You cannot fix it, but I need that boat. I need it. I need it. Your character, your attitude. You know yourself that it's not helping you. Can you trust me with it? Or do you still hold on to it? Can you give me your pride? Can you give me your arrogance? Can you give me your fear? Can you give me your vulnerability? You are vulnerable in challenge. You have challenge. You cannot say no to certain things. But yet you are pretending you are alright. Can you trust me with that secret of your life? Can you give it to me? Can you give me your sickness? 
Can you give me the pain you go through at night where nobody knows of it? Can you trust me with that shame, with that reproach? Can you trust me with that problem that you don't want anybody to know? Can you trust me with it? That is the boat God is talking about. Can you give me your boat? In launching out into your deep, you just have to be transparent enough with God. Tell somebody to be transparent. You, you, you enter into your room, nobody is there. You might not be able to tell the pastor, you might not be able to tell any, any sister, you might not be able to tell any brother, but you can talk to God. Well, I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. You, you can talk to God, you can be real with him and say, God, look at me, this is my challenge. I am real. Transparency. Say, give me your boat. He sat in that same boat to teach them a lesson. He, told, he asked the same people, he said, Push me a little further. And then he went ahead. Do you know? Do you know? That God has a need. How many of you know that God has a need? And do you know? That the people. That fixes the need of God. Are not animals but human beings. So do you know that you are the answer. You and I are the answer for the need of God. Because if the Lord blesses you, somebody else will see it and his life will be blessed. If the Lord lifts you up, somebody's life will be lifted you up. That is why you don't see angels at the hospitals. You see human beings. You don't see angels as bank tellers. You see human beings. You don't see angels employing you. You see human beings employing you. After you have finished praying and fasting, God sends men to do what? To help you. Because why? God is the ruler of all flesh. And he pushes who he wants to use to fix what he wants to fix. And so when God does not have you, he cannot fix what he has to fix. That is why he said, if you don't worship me, I will cause those to worship me. So the Lord is interested in your life. Tell the person is interested in your life. Oh, tell the person is interested in your life. He's so interested with your life that he cannot leave you. That is why you can't fail him. That is why you need to be real with him. That is why you have to hand your boat to him. Because he has better plans for you than you have for yourself. Ask somebody, what plans do you have for yourself? But God has better plans. Say 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 better plans. I wish above all things that you may prosper even as your soul prospers. The thoughts that I have towards you, they are thought of good and not of what? Evil that I may bring you to what? An expected end. There is an expected end for our life. And not a destructive life. Tell the person, launch out into the deep. You see, when, when you sit by the shore, you are troubled by everything that passes by. Do, how many of you have been at the beach before? Oh, give me a wave. I want to give a very vivid scenario. Now, how many of you know that when you are by the beach side, okay, and there is activity, you are distracted by so many things? Maybe some people are playing football. Some are playing ampe, some are playing um, tag of war, some are selling bullfrog and selling 
ice cream and selling whatever. Uh, some are swimming in the sea and, 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 and activities are going on. Do you know that you are not concentrating on one thing? You are looking at so many things at the same time. Okay. Do you know that when you move, sit in the canoe and move into ISIS, there is no anything again you see? All that you see is the sea. So do you know that your view now is concentrated in one place? There is no distraction. So anytime you move away from the shore, you enter into the place of stability and concentration. Anytime you are at the shore, you are distracted. And a distracted mind, a distracted focus cannot achieve anything. But a focused mind is what achieves this. I challenge you today, move out from your shore. Enter into the deep that you may see and see clearly. I challenge you that your life shall be in focus for your next level. For your next level. Launch out into the deep. When he took that same boat, which was struggling, he made them push it from the shore. Because he knows that when he's standing at the shore, he cannot minister to the people. If you are close to people, you cannot help them. Am I talking to somebody here? You see, sometimes people make a mistake. You think those that are close to you, they are those who help you. When you get too close to somebody, you get too familiar with the person. So even when you are telling the person, and there is nothing in my pocket, he looks at you and be laughing. It, it, because he sees you dress all right and you are laughing. Maybe he comes into your house, he sees your car's park, he sees the place you are sleeping in. But the reality is that you don't have it. Are you getting what I'm saying? You, you don't, but because he's close and he sees, and maybe you can scratch some coin in your pocket and get him something. Or even when he got to your house, he can still serve him his, his favorite drink and he drinks it. And so when you are telling him that things are not good this time, he will think you are trying to be mean. Even when he comes to action, he says you don't have it. He will go insulting you because he thinks you are trying to just be wicked. But the reality is that you never have it. But those that are not close to you, when you tell them they believe you, I don't know what I'm talking about. So for Jesus to help, he said, push me further so that I can minister. Because if he's by the shore, the people will distract him. But when he moves a bit higher onto the sea, they cannot enter into the water and get to him. So he can get their attention. That moves him to another level. If he's on another level, it can help. If you want to help people, you have to move on to another level to help them. That is why a drowning man cannot help somebody also drowning. You have to come out first before you can pull somebody. You see, if you are pulling somebody from the valley and you are not strong, the person in the valley can pull you because the one in the valley needs more energy to come out. You on the mountain don't need more energy. You need more energy to pull the person. Your energy level on the mountain to is have to be more than the one in the valley. But the one in the valley is aggressive. So you need to have a solid foundation in order to pull the person up. Some of you, you are still among the people. You are all hazardous and the little money you are receiving, you said you are using it to solve their problem. The little money you are receiving, you are using it to fix their challenges. For how long can you fix it? They can't even appreciate it. There are sometimes you need to close your mind and close your eyes and close your heart and move on out and develop yourself so that you can be on a stage where you can support because at that place you have the muscles, you have the energy, you have the power, you have the grace, you have the means, you have the connection, you have the resources to be able to supply that when you do it, you will not complain because it does not even affect your life. 
it is time for you to know that in launching out into the deep, you can be a Messiah, but be lifted up first that you may draw all men unto yourself. I feel like giving somebody a counsel here. Jesus borrowed the boat, but he made them push him further onto the sea. You cannot help until you are at a level. Because you can never give what you don't have. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And I challenge you today. Don't be a messiah at the expense of your life. As some of us, our life is in a box. We are not free by ourselves. Listen, if I preach to you and to a point and I know I am tired, I will take a break and I will rest. And if you call me, you will not get me. You can insult me, but I need to refresh to come. Because if I fall dead, you will get another preacher man. You understand what I'm saying? When Atamils died, don't we have a president? Is Ghana dead? Ghana is alive. If you don't understand how, check Atamils. Gaddafi said he's the only one that can be the savior of Libya. After they took him out, is Libya still not going on? I don't have in Libya. I don't have president. Even though they are fighting, but I don't they have things. The day you collapse in that office and falls down, they will just find a stretcher and an ambulance and carry you out. By the time you are exiting, somebody advertises him. Somebody is taking your seat. So those of you that think that working at that place, you are the savior of the company. And if you don't work, nobody can work. Kill yourself. We will bury you. But another person will come and work. A Messiah have somebody a messiah you are some of us we know but your business all the time your business all the time your business you don't rest for your business you are jumping business from Accra to Kumasi you are sitting on this flight you are sitting on that flight you are going everywhere you don't have time for your children you don't have time for your wife you don't have time for your husband you don't have time for yourself you don't even eat you don't rest you don't do anything and you are just going on gone gone by the time you come back, they are drug addicts. They are prostitutes. They are stealing. They are living lives. And then you say, God, help me, pastor. Pray for me and let me cast out. Me, when you come to me, I always will ask you, what happened? Because there are some prayers, I will not waste the anointing. Oh, you don't like me. Whilst you are running around, you have to put your structures also in place. Because listen to me, your life is more important to yourself than to others. What security do you have for your life? Ask somebody, what security do you have for your life? Jesus secured a boat before he preached. You, you have not secured a boat but you are preaching. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Tell somebody, have a boat. Tell that person, have a boat. Tell that person, secure your boat. In launching out deep, make sure no matter what you do with your life, you have security. I said, you have what? It's not everything that comes to you that you have to eat. It's not everything that comes to you that you have to use to buy clothing and shoes and have big parties and live in a flamboyant way. Because everything that comes to you, there is some for you to eat, there is some for you to invest for the future. Because you need your boat secured for your future. Because your boat is what will give you another food. If you cannot prepare and maintain your net and maintain your boat, a time will come you will not have any boat. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.